It is time for Super Cross Talk, and we welcome to the program George Sinano and Scott Kaplan, hosts of the next extravaganza. Uh, hi, Cap. Hi, hi, George. How you guys doing? Hello. Hello, Boy. John Ireland. Uh, hey, so George, you actually got a taste of this last night, I believe. Mm-hmm. Didn't the Clippers rest some guys last night in the game you worked? Uh, I No, the game I worked, Kawhi and Paul George both played. Norman Powell didn't play, but he's been out for a while. Okay, so if I throw it at you two guys, Cap, I'll start with you. Is there a way to fix load management? These consistent nope. things where, where star players sit out just to rest? Well, I, I would say this. In regards to Kawhi, and Ramona reported this years ago when he was with San Antonio, and she talked about how his quad uh, is basically degenerative, right? Like right. That it, he, He's never going to play more 82 than... 82 games, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely not going to play a full season. And by the way, um, there are probably a number of players like that in the NBA that their injuries are so rough um, or tough that they uh, they may never play full seasons again. Here, here's the way I look at it, John, because I actually had this conversation with a buddy of mine the other day, and it was he was complaining about load management. And I said, okay, but load management has given you LeBron, not, not that LeBron has taken a ton of time off, but has given you LeBron for 20 years, Chris Paul for 17 years, right, despite all the injuries he's had. He's like a right. better test case of this. I said, if this was the 80s and 90s, Chris Paul's career might have lasted seven or eight years because he would have gone. He would have tried to go every night. Okay, but I could point out, and Michael played several, played with several of these people, guys that that played 15, 16, 17, 20. Kareem played twenty plus years. Right, yeah. but they didn't have the. They weren't like the as injury plagued as Chris Paul is in this example. Hmm. The cap. Do you think it's a fixable problem? Could they change the schedule? Yes. I mean, could could we stop doing back to back nights? We could. Could now, it would be a little season? tricky. It, you would have to start the season a week earlier, earlier maybe earlier. stretch it out a week yeah. later. But the, the Lakers, for example, this year have 12 back-to-backs. That's yeah. not too hard to get rid of. Well, if you nice. don't do back-to-backs, though, what's really going to end up happening is you never get those stretches with two or three nights off. Like, you're probably going to be playing on average every other game. Correct. But isn't that better for to, to, to address this or particular problem? I'm not saying it's better or worse. I'm just saying that's what's going to end up happening. I'm sure a lot of players, though, like those two or three nights off. So they're going to have to the sacrifice game, there. The games don't weigh you out. If you're young and healthy, uh, sit down at the games don't weigh you out. What you do between games. If you're going out, if you're practicing too hard, that's what wears you out. Um, it's not the games. And, and the way these guys travel now, they don't play, they don't practice as hard as, or as long as we used to. So they got all kind of time to rest between games. Uh, yeah, but what I but I like in the example I gave you of Chris Paul, who's had like major knee surgery. Well, yeah, right? I'm not talking about those kind of guys who are coming off serious injury. I'm talking about young, healthy bodies. Oh, okay, I'll give you yeah, that. Like yeah. that's different to me. Like I'm with you on that. Like I'll give you an example. So I, I think I told John this story a couple weeks ago. So I, they asked me to do a South Bay Lakers game because they were playing G League Ignite. Because Scoot Henderson plays for G League Ignite. For people that don't know, Scoot Henderson is the consensus number two player behind Victor Wembanyama in this draft. It's Victor Wembanyama, it's Scoot, and everybody else, basically. Yeah. So they're like, ESPN's like, we're going to do a South Bay Lakers game uh, against G League Ignite because Scoot's going to play. We want a national audience to see him. It was on ESPN2. I show up there, and 10 minutes before the game, Scoot Henderson, because he had played the night before, didn't play. So what? with that, he's with 19. That, right. With that, I'm with you. Yes. Jeez. Yeah, I just think it's a bait and switch. If, That's you, if crazy. you ask fans to come to a game, like, like there's two games in New Orleans this year where the Warriors mm-hmm. basically took all their stars off the court in mm-hmm. both games. It's crazy. It's Michael, you used it. It's a fraud. Yeah. It's you're you're perpetuating a yep. fraud. Well, blame you know, Pop. Pop really started all of this, mm-hmm. right? Like if we really have to pinpoint it on somebody, I remember remember he got David Stern fined him uh, a ton of money. $250,000 because yeah. he, he he didn't even take his players with him to Miami for a national TNT game. game. Them, yeah. He sent them back home on Southwest Airlines to yeah. boot. Um, <laughs> like how Michael used to travel yeah. with the Lakers back exactly. in the day. And, Cap and won't even fly Southwest Airlines. I, I remember because it was a nationally televised, I don't know if it was ESPN or TNT, but I was there and yeah, they sat those guys. It was a huge deal. Yeah. So. But John, last night when we got off the air, I walked across the street because the Clippers were playing the Suns, and I was visiting with a couple of people, you know, doing a little, you know, a little schmoozing, you know. And um, I got there, and the game starts, and I look at who's on the floor for the Clippers, and I'm like, wait a second. Like, so Kawhi's not playing, and Paul George's not playing, and gosh, nobody's playing. 
You know, um, I can't even fake being interested in this, so I left. Oh, well, yeah, that's what Mason does all the time. He yeah. does it even if the stars are there. Um, but, you know, the one thing. I'll- oh, my God. Do you know this story, oh, John <sighs> and Michael and Andy? <laughs> so, basically, Cap, you know, th- to get in the building, you have, um, you know, they can email you tickets and you open up your uh, this app called Access for people who aren't, right. who aren't familiar with it. AXS. So Cap opens his Access app, and he's like, I don't have my ticket. I don't have my ticket. I don't know how I'm going to get in there. So we a- we kept asking. By the way, the Cap, whole- this is me, too. I can't I can't figure this crap the out. The whole really? show, the whole show, John, we are trying to figure out why he doesn't have this ticket. So apparently, they sent it to the wrong email. So mm-hmm. long story short, it took us a whole <laughs> show to figure out they needed to send it to a different email. Because get this, Cap had admitted earlier in the show, for some reason, we got into the conversation of how many passwords you have and cap says he only uses two different passwords for all his different accounts and i said that's probably a bad idea he has more emails than passwords so of course <laughs> they would send it to the wrong email cap, address cap i'm with you it's too uh, th- this new world of electronic entry is way too confusing for me I just, Wait, but michael texts his tickets to laura and Lindsay all yeah, the time i can yeah. do that yeah right my, but, my, michael you can tra- he's trainable i don't yeah. i'm not sure i am but here's the thing i, I felt so dumb <laughs> I, I swear well, to you, I was I felt so stupid and and Laura was coming up with solutions. She's like, "Okay, you know what it is? It's the Wi-Fi. It's absolutely the Wi-Fi. Turn your Wi-Fi off. It's got to be the Wi-Fi." No. So I turned the Wi-Fi off. It still doesn't work. Well, it said you were a bot. So that's why it was like the IP address situation. That's why. Yeah. So I I what happened was is that as frustrating as mm-hmm. it was to not be able to figure out how to get this ticket. Yep. And I've never had this problem before. Ultimately, the person who sent the ticket sent it to email B when I would have obviously preferred it to have been sent to email A. Mm-hmm. And then when right. I opened it from email B, the app didn't recognize the email address. So right, as much but why as didn't I... you specify that? Why didn't you tell them, hey, send it to this email? I'm with you, Cap. I was trying to go to a Dodger game earlier because I didn't want uh, Trace to leave me tickets because I had to walk too far to Will Call to uh, from my parking spot. So I said, I'll go to this gate right over here and I'll just order my seats on Ballpark app that the Dodgers say you got to have it on. And I ordered the seats. I paid for them. And they still didn't come up on my phone. Gosh, and I couldn't so get it. I was so frustrated. Did you get your money back? No. I just wait. And I had to go to the window. I says, look, I- I'm just trying to get in. The-, the lady from behind the window was trying to help me get the seats and they wouldn't come up on the phone. It's just so frustrating. And you left the house, Michael. Like, exactly. That's a big thing for right. you. Yeah, yeah. I went all the way but up there. I couldn't second. get the tickets to come up on the ballpark app. But Michael, you mean to tell me that you could have walked a certain amount of time. <laughs> That's a long Yes, walk. to get free to go, tickets that to his go son get left free him. tickets. Yeah. But instead, you didn't want to walk that far, so you were willing to actually buy the tickets. Exactly. So, because well, where the gate was up, I would a player's park, and the will call window's like around the stadium, like a mile away. So I ain't walking all the way well, over there. Well, but here, here's the thing. Here's the kicker to this, John and Michael and Andy, is that Cap won't pay for tickets ever if he doesn't have to. Well, I don't blame him for that. I'll do that. Just to save me a walk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's I would true. never have done that walk. Yeah. That's a long Cappy, walk. Cap- in Spanish, there's a saying. What did, what, what did you call him, Laura? Laura? Because he doesn't want to she, pay for the tickets. Right so sorry, what's up? So what do you what, call Cap what, when he doesn't want to pay for stuff? Cheap, un codo. Es un codo. codo. Yeah, codo. codo. San codo? Yeah. No. Codo. C-O-D-O. Okay. Hey, I want to ask you guys, and, and I want you to tell me if this is something or nothing. I can't decide. So. You guys ever order pizza from Domino's? Yeah. Yeah. Occasionally, yeah. All right. So I haven't in a while, but I do. I I like Domino's. It's not bad. It's much much better now than it was years ago. Yes, it is. The thin crust is outstanding public service announcement. They have a a cauliflower crust, don't they? Not as good as Shakey's Pizza Pizza. So part of the service they offer in their app, in the Domino's app, is a pizza tracker. Mm -hmm. So at any point, it can tell you at what stage of the game it's in. Are they still making your pizza? Is it in the car? Is it on the way? How long is it going to take? So you can plan it. It turns out, it has been revealed, that the pizza tracker is a scam. (laughs) <laughs> it's in other, not real at in all. A, in other words, <laughs> it, it just takes the average, it's an algorithm that takes right. the average of how long it takes that particular place Store. to normally yeah. get a pizza to your particular place. But it doesn't, it's not tracking your pizza. It's just saying, on a typical Tuesday, it should take 25 minutes. And if you check the app, it'll tell you what normally where it would be. Is that something or nothing, Andy? It's nothing, and I'll tell you why. The biggest benefit to the Domino's Pizza Tracker is for people with kids, mm-hmm. because you, you give, just give it to them and say, "Here's yeah." What, yeah. You, they watch the car, 
And as long as they have the car to watch, it doesn't even matter how long it takes, they're entertained. By the tracker. Yes, the kids love the tracker. uh, Sedano, do you think it's something or nothing? Uh, I got to be honest. I am uh, a little dismayed. Because I, <laughs> I, I love you. the. I, maybe I'm a little kid. I love the tracker. I would always look at the tracker and be like, hey, mm-hmm. I just want to say, I believed the tracker was oh, real. Same. Cap, do you think it's is it something or nothing that, that it's more of an estimate than an actual tracking of your specific pizza? It doesn't bother me to hear you say it, but I have to admit that I'm with you. I actually believed in it. And I thought to myself at one point, like, how do they do this? Like, what do they have? Like, some sort like of lasers chip or something? in the driver's car? Yeah, what? Right. what do like they have they in the ovens? It's like they peel back the curtain in The Wizard of Oz, and you yeah. see that guy behind Michael, there. do you care that the pizza tracker's fake? No, because I don't, I don't. I'd rather go pick up my pizza, get it faster. Wait a minute. You, oh, when you order a pizza, too. you go pick it up yeah, rather than have it delivered? Yeah, I get it quicker. Me too. Well, I, I, I agree Way with cheaper. Michael. Yep. There, I'm with I Michael. go to a place yeah. in mm-hmm. San Pedro called Burratino's, and I go pick it up myself. The carryout special. But is it, George, isn't that more of an inconvenience? No. No, I'm good. No, but John, John, here's the thing. You go to Domino's as an example, since that's the one you brought up. Yeah, you can get like a two-topping medium pizza for five ninety-nine if you walk in and pick it up. Mm -hmm. I used to go pick up like ten of them. You know, because they were. That sounds like you. Yeah, Yeah. like six bucks. What's a better food invention, a pizza or a burrito? Un burrito. That's burrito? hard. Boy, yeah. What about so a pizza good. or a hamburger? Pizza. Not burger. Pizza. I still like a pizza. Pizza or a Cuban sandwich? Oh, a Cuban sandwich. Oh, that's a great Cuban sandwich. A different level. By the way, hey, Sedano, have you seen a movie called Chef? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. John Favreau. That's a great movie. Really good. Yeah, Favreau yeah. used to live across the street from me yeah. when I lived in the Hollywood Hills. I love that movie. That is a good movie. It's yeah, basically, movie. he's a chef at an L.A. restaurant owned by Dustin yeah. Hoffman, and they get in a fight, and this is the first 10 minutes mm-hmm. of the movie. He yeah. tells Dustin Hoffman to basically F off, yeah. Yeah. and he, he decides he's going to reinvent himself as a food truck driver with his young son, and they're going to make Cubanos. Cubanos, yeah. yep. And they start in Miami, yeah. and they work all the way back to L.A., and it's like, there's a ton of, like, Sofia Vergara's in it, Robert yep. Downey Jr.'s in it. Yep. it uh, have you seen it, Andy? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Uh, Leguizamo's in it, John Leguizamo. Yeah. Here's what's also great about Scarlett this. Scarlett Johansson? Right? Yeah, well, you're going where I was going to uh, take this, George. This is the benefit of being the director, the writer, the producer, the guy in charge. You set up a story as John Favreau where your ex-wife is Sofia Vergara. Yeah. Your current yeah. love interest is Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. And they both love you. Like they <laughs> yeah. both think the world of you. And, well, and, and don't by forget, the way, though, he, he, leaves, have... he leaves both of them to get in a food truck with Lake Wazamo and his kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's amazing. And, and by the way, it is, I mean, that if you're going to learn how to make a Cuban sandwich, as Michael will attest, you got to start in Miami and oh, then work yeah. your way west yeah. from there. Okay. It's a really good movie. Now, so before, know, we like, get out, before we get out of here, Oh, um, by the way, John, someone in the circle of trust here, yeah. uh, he goes by the vice president of the handsome man community. All right. Uh, he says, I think John needs to take a better look at the pizza tracker. It literally has a, a GPS tracker for the driver as it shows up as soon as it does on the video. Now, I, I would push back and say that is the GPS part of it because they track their own car is different from the pizza tracker, which Correct. Was, you were talking about. Yeah. The, what, what it's, I'm, I'm reading this article on a, on a website called mash.com. What... Uh, Domino's has denied anything if he is taking place. Here's what Domino's says. Pizza Tracker is real. It's based on actual store operations. But the issue does require some human interaction, and sometimes humans make mistakes. We're sorry about those instances, and we'll work to correct those. Oh, please. I think what it is is if I buy a Domino's pizza from the downtown L.A. pizza store, I think they just say, this is how long, on average, it takes. Start the tracker, and we'll see if we can meet. We can sync it to, up. To peel back the curtain a little bit further, because I worked in food before I came here. Yeah, it, with, Tyler. With DoorDash, yeah, it, it works very similarly to this situation. Whereas, as the worker at the restaurant, you have to interact with the DoorDash app to let the app tell the customer. They're working on your order. Your order's ready. The dasher's picking it up. The and dasher's on its way. So if you don't, none of those things happen. That is correct. Okay, gotcha. All right, so before we get out of here... Um, George, Great job, fake Bergman. Yeah. George <laughs> and Cap, I want, you guys, I want you guys to pretend that you are studio executives, okay? That you run a studio. Scott Kaplan and George Donano are in charge of, you pick it, 20th Century Fox, Amazon, whatever. Yeah. Andy Kamenitsky and his brother. And my and friend wh- Steve. And, his, and their friend Steve have a, have a movie that he'd like to pitch, and you guys just tell me, are you in 
or are you out? Andy, okay. pitch your movie. Boys, the name of the movie is called Commander and Chimp. It's about a president. He's running for re-election, the incumbent. His name is Bob, and he happens to have a monkey named Bobo. And he has a really Weasley vice president that really wants to be president. So he decides in a scheme to become vice president, he creates the, the ballots with a typo intentionally that says Bobo on it instead of Bob for the president, thinking if this guy gets elected, there's no way a monkey can be president of the United States. So naturally, as vice president, he will end up in, end up in office. Turns out there's nothing in the Constitution that says, that says a monkey can't be president. He's 35 years old, this monkey. So the monkey ends up president with the vice president now furious at the idea of serving as a VP to a monkey. He then keeps trying to scheme against this monkey, thinking he will eventually become president. But everything works out for the monkey, President Bobo, and he ends up getting reelected. All right, Cap, in or out on Commander in Chimp? Um, as a studio executive, I do have one follow-up question. Yeah. Given that the President Bob had Bobo the monkey, does former President Bob still live in the White House with Bobo his monkey? No, it turns out he actually never really cared that much about being president. <laughs> he leaves the White House pretty easily. Doesn't matter to him. All right, so he, the president is out after the first couple of scenes, Cap. Are you in or out on Commander and Chimp? You know what? I think my kids will find this to be cute. I'm in. Yes! All right, Sedano, you have young children, two of them, a boy and a girl. In or out on Commander and Chimp? No, I'm out. That sounds like the stupidest thing. <laughs> uh, what? But, Sedano? But, but Andy, you only need one yes. But, true. but, but, by the way, I have a text from the great Pepe Mar Montilla, uh -oh. uh, uh -oh. to my phone. He says, MT needs a GPS to go from the 710 studios to Crypto.com. <laughs> He's right. Yeah, not untrue. Hey, by the way, guys, you guys going to watch the World Cup final on Saturday? Yeah, Sunday? Sure. Sunday. Yeah. Guess, yeah. guess, hey, Sedano and uh, Cap, guess who hasn't seen one game of the World Cup? Ireland. No, no I'm, 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 I'm addicted. Kamenitsky oh. here, and he says he has no interest on Sunday. Really, Andy? I'm surprised. You're more worldly than that. Unbelievable. Um, I, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I have no interest. I cannot yeah. believe how many friends I have that are, they're just not even remotely interested in this term. Oh, my friends are the opposite. I, yeah. No, I got tons of friends that are like, it's everything to them. But by the, the people way, who are just John, so turned off, I can't understand it. Yes, George. You have been called out by Big E uh, on the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust says, Ireland is lying. They don't allow pizza delivery drivers behind those gates that he lives in. Ah. Uh, no, no, no. We, we have to call him in. We have to yes. pre-approve him on the app. Big E is not John. completely wrong. I have, I have to get them pre-approved. But then they're in. Exactly. Yeah, the yeah, All right. Fingerprints, uh, too. Uh, Super Crosstalk is brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Sedano and Cap coming at you next, ESPN LA. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah. 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 Come on. And a short show to boot. How about that? I'm I know so it was a little disappointing because I was uh, usually I, I was going to get my hair cut today. Yeah, and uh, fresh. I'm, the only appointment, well, you know, it's you know, for the holidays. Um, the uh, only appointment was pretty late, and I usually when I text my uh, hairdresser lady, stylist lady, she like says to me, "See <laughs> si, Jorge for sure, come whenever you want." Oh, and really? today I text her, 
And she was like, no, Jorge, I'm sorry. I've got a client until this time. I was like, oh, damn. So what'd you do? I don't know. I guess I'll just watch some basketball until it's time to go. Oh, 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 it's late. Er, I thought you were saying yeah, you got later, a fresh after cut. after the show. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, well, I know. Listen, I desperately need a haircut so bad. Ugh. Yeah, I noticed. So bad. No, seriously, like yesterday, yeah. like I got to put on like lots of extra gel to yeah. like mat oh, it tell. down. Yeah. You know, because otherwise it's going to go thump. You needed to tame it. By the way, so what is the deal with Sliwa, Laura? What what happened today? So you so, didn't do a show today because I saw Beto was in there today. Right. So I get here because I was doing the Mason Ireland show and Beto's in and I'm like, why is Beto here? And they're like, oh, Slee called off. And I said, why? He's like, he wasn't feeling good. And I was like, okay. so who's doing the Lakers pre? Well, Sliwa. Well, mm. does he not know that he has to be in like staples for it <laughs> so everyone's thinking he just kind of wanted the day off early and then he's doing lakers no, he could he could be sick because stuff is clearly going around but it's like if you're gonna be if you're gonna you know just take the whole day off it's fine they could find someone to do lakers who's the backup Who, who's the backup to slee on the pre-game? i don't know I, that's we a great know. question i wonder if ireland knows hmm. i wonder if there is i bet you hmm. there isn't and Let's and that's see. probably Let why my man slee is like yo i'm too sick to do the morning show, but you know what? I'll suck it up, and I'll do it tonight from home, maybe. I don't want right. anybody sick. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. There's got to be a backup Laker pregame show guy or girl. I mean... Would it be Travis? No, it'd probably be like a Kamenetsky. Mm. You think a Kamenetsky? Yeah, sure, why not? A Kamenetsky solo act. Cam- no, a Kamenetsky. They, Cam's used to do that uh, gig for many years. Um, but I'm saying one or both. I mean, I believe it was both at the no, time. No, I'm saying, but if, if you got to have somebody to back up the slee, does it take two Kamenetskis to back up one slee? No, I think just one cam is fine. Okay, one cam. Yeah. Preference of cam? Either or is fine with me. You don't care. It doesn't matter to you. I mean, what's it matter? Yeah, I love the them same, both equally. Same guy. No, they're not. I mean, I haven't seen them together in a long time. I'll tell you that right now. One is clean shaven, both mm-hmm. on the top of his dome and on his, his face. And the other has a little hair and is uh, usually got a little bit of a beard going on. Mm-hmm. So they're not the same guy. I oh, haven't seen the other one in a long ass time. Mm. So okay. I will just say one thing to you this afternoon, George, as we get started. Yeah, because I got a big story for you. Okay, well, I'll just say this then to make it quick. I was very, very embarrassed yesterday About when that. I was unable to get the ticket from the email to the app. Wait, but you ended up going... Laura got it for you. Oh, Laura kicked ass because Laura is relentless. She doesn't quit. See me. Here's I'd already sent a text. Hey guys, um, things not working for me. Not going to make it. So like I was already out. I quit. Laura's like, no, this is annoying. We have to figure this out. And she ultimately did. And then I walked over wait, to the game last night. Wait, and I, your I, solution, Cappy, was to cancel before it was to ask him to resend you the ticket because I feel like that's way worse. Like that's a way worse look. Well, yeah, so what happened is is I got the ticket sent to my email, but when I clicked on it, it didn't recognize me because who sent it sent it to email B rather right. than email A. Right. Are we going to so do the story is, again? Well, then, right, so right. what Laura did was Laura... Saying, <laughs> you, you would rather cancel and be like, sorry, I'm not going to make it than just be like, hey, can you resend the ticket? Because I'm just saying that I feel like canceling is the worst look of the ticket. I felt yeah, I would like, agree. I felt like asking them to resend the ticket was, was a bad look, but Laura called the person and she said hey can you send can you pull the ticket back then send it to the other email and let me tell you something this was not easy either but ultimately got the ticket got it to the app walked over to the game realized that nobody's playing for the clippers not that i was terribly interested in them anyway and i was like okay i'm here my hellos my fist bumps my hugs gotta bounce that's what i did peace out but i was so embarrassed okay Thanks, Laura. Uh, Laura hooked you up. You were good to go. And then Lindsay's been hooking me up with all my Disney stuff that I can't do on my own. Right. I mean, maybe I am as unequipped technologically as you say I am. I mean, you're pretty unequipped. It's pretty bad. You have it's some terrible. type of doubt because I feel like you've proven that time and time again. I guess I'm just comparing myself to other people that are like around my age range. I, I think I'm good against them. I think I'm bad against everybody younger than me. I think. But I'm not positive. So I had to go grab something from Tim from the Lakers. So I'm sorry, guys, I wasn't here. But Amanda did text me saying that 
Trav or the Cam brothers are the backup, but Slee was doing it from home. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Now the caper has been solved. Um, you Cappy, do you yes, want sir. some? You here's some good news for you. Yeah, tell me. Sa- Sam Amick of the Athletic has written today mm-hmm. that a source within the Lakers organization has told him that your boy Brody will likely not be traded this yeah. season. Yeah, I read that earlier this morning. Yeah. It's like one of the first things I read. It comes into my email, email B, by the way. Yeah. And and I read that the, these athletic articles about the What comes into Lakers. email C, by the way? Email C doesn't seem to be working right now, and email D mm. is my ESPN email that I don't have. Mm. Okay. So I read this this morning, and I was happy to see that according to the reporting that Amick had, somebody inside the Lakers is saying, we like the way Russell Westbrook is giving us some energy, and so we think we're going to wind up keeping him. If we make moves, we're no longer as consumed with getting rid of Russ and his $47 million contract and his toxic attitude. No, no, no. Now we like Russ, the sixth man, scoring 20 points, being part of the comeback against the Celtics. We like this Russ. Right, and that's cute, but the reality is there's still a better team when he's off the floor than when he's on it. But let me ask you this. For all the talk about making a move, because you've no, but, been but saying... Like, but you realize that that's like empirical, right? Like that he, they are legitimately a better team when he's not on the basketball floor. So I realize that yesterday you were rocking those spectacles and it made you look and sound and feel very smart. And I don't have glasses and clearly need some. But yes, I've read the analytics that when Russ is on the floor, the Lakers are, what are they, minus 4.6 or something like that. Yeah. For whatever. They're almost five points worse when he's not playing. Okay, so I got it. But let me just ask you a question. Because ask you've been, me a question. You've been on the side of make a move, right? Yeah. And I've been on the side of don't make a move. Mm-hmm. Let me redefine my position. Don't move Russ. So what I'm getting at is, coming into the season, everything was about trading Russ. If I told you Russ would stay, but they trade a Patrick Beverly and a Kendrick Nunn and a, a pick, or maybe both at some point, I mean, wouldn't you rather keep Brody? And get rid of these two guys that aren't helping and these two picks. And, and that's oh, how no, you make the no, team no. better? Listen, you're only trading Russell Westbrook if you're getting two legit starters or at least one starter and one, like, super role player or, like, some kind of star, which you're not going to get that, in return. Like, that, you have to save that $47 million for something of that nature. So, yeah, I, I mean, of course you trade Beverly and none first. See, I don't have a problem with that. I just don't want them to trade Brody. That's all. Okay. I've become a Brody fan. I see. I I like the way Darvin Ham is coaching Brody. And I think it's good for Darvin Ham's coaching career to have to work with a personality like a Brody and turn him from what he was to what he is. He was toxic at the beginning of the season. He's a fan favorite today, George. Uh, fan favorite is probably a bit of a stretch, but he, you know he, he, he's Brody. not a, a villain as he was at one point. Yes, That's right. That's right. Yeah. And if 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 somebody came to the Lakers and wanted to make a trade for Russ today, he's a tradable piece. Whereas at the beginning of the season, too toxic. Mm, I mean, more of a tradable piece. I I don't know. I mean, I I I still don't know what teams would actually want him to be like part of their core. Um, but you know, I look, stranger things have happened. I'm curious to see what he gets in the open market next off season. Cause I don't, I mean, I, I have no idea. I, I mean, I know it's not going to be max. That's for sure. But oh gosh, man. No, yeah, yeah. he's a, he's, he's a sixth man going forward in his career. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, all right. Coming up next Cappy, a big weekend of tests here in the Southland when it comes to your sports. We'll get to that here in just a second. Stick around We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Genie in a bottle. Mm. The right way. Is Christina Aguilera still on one of those, like, judging, singing show things? She was on The Voice, I thought. Yeah, I don't think she's on anymore. No? No, but she was great on The Voice. She was on for a few years, yeah. That's like the last thing I can remember seeing from her. It's been a while, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, she, well, listen, man, you know, she's probably, you know, she's earned enough time to, like, uh, to just chill for a bit. Maybe make some new music. You never know. I know, but like, for example, Britney Spears is in my face every day. Did you see her latest posts I mean, on she, Instagram? You know, yeah, I have. Yes. I mean, I'm talking about today's post. Conspiracy going on. Yeah, with there's a whole even her posting. Come on, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't know anything about this. I mean, then they turn the comments off because people think that it's not really her because, like, the background isn't her old house or is in her new house. It's her old house. It's a whole thing. So, long story short is there's a whole bunch of Britney Spears pictures on Instagram of her with her hands over her boobs. and um, They may be old, Cappy. They may be old? Those pictures may be old? I'm just saying it was on her account today, and I was like, damn, girl, like, really? You just Nobody put it all knows. out there. I mean, that that's like the least, those, those are tame compared to some of the things that she's been posting, you know? Yeah, well, I guess what I'm saying is I haven't seen Christina Aguilera, but Britney Spears is still in my face, you know? Some mm-hmm. people don't need to be in your face. They're cool being in the background. I guess exactly. So. I guess if you say so. Yeah, Cappy would want to be all. Cappy would be the producer that um, you know that was being discussed at the Source Awards. You know when Suge Knight and all them came on and was saying, you know, you don't want your producer all up in the videos. And they were talking about Diddy at the time. That would be Cappy. Cappy would want to oh, be yeah. all up in the videos. Mm-hmm. You're saying he that wants I all would the be. Smoke. You, you're saying that I would be like Diddy. That I would be. I would be right. a producer were, who would become a star. Diddy adjacent, bro. Diddy adjacent. They were accusing Diddy of trying to uh, co-op, uh, you know, his talents, uh, opportunities. Mm. All up in the videos, all on the records, dancing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's exact. That was the exact quote, actually. Come on, guys, don't hate. Don't hate. I, I can make the music. I can mix it all up. I can make these funky beats. But sometimes I want to get in there and show off my skills. Oh yeah. hell no! Hell no! What? Hell no! What? Funky beats and skills. Come on. Hell no! What? What's the problem? Oh. Dios mío. Ayúdalo, por favor. Necesita sí, por ayuda. Sí, sí. Uh, uh, Cappy, so big test this weekend in mm-hmm. the Southland here uh, when it comes to sports. So tonight you have AD and the Joker, right? Okay. Big matchup. Mm-hmm. Two-time reigning MVP. AD, you know, I-, I wouldn't say like a top five MVP candidate yet, but he is really? on the list, I would say, at the moment. Like if you go to a 10 10- person list he's in that list can i just Um, hear just and you know you and i talk about this all the time i watch the lakers i don't intently watch the entire nba right so from from your perspective from somebody who does when you tell me that what i've seen out of ad averaging like 35 points in the last whatever it is 10 games when you tell me he's not a top five mvp right now i find that hard to believe so because i don't follow the league well they're also 11 and 16 well, I know, but still, I mean, who's, but that factors who's, into the equation. But who's who individually? Tell me, so I know. Well, again, look, I mean, individually, he may be playing the best, or maybe like Luka Doncic too. To be honest with you, who's been playing incredible too, but he's also only fourteen and fourteen, uh, or whatever it is, fifteen and fifteen. So I, I think that when I look at the NBA, like if I, so we did a straw poll at ESPN, right? A straw poll. Yeah, you know what's that? Familiar with a straw poll? Nope. Yeah, it's like, like you know, a straw poll is basically like when you grab, like, the people around you, you know what I mean, to just, it's not like an official poll, it's like a straw poll because it's unofficial, basically. Oh, I thought they were like, you know, they're straws, and, you, you know, each person's pulling them out, and whoever's got the longest straw wins or something like that, I didn't, a straw yeah, poll. Yeah, it's not like, it's, it, it's not like a straw, a straw poll is unofficial, basically. So okay. what it would mean is, like, there are a number of... Uh, People that cover the NBA here at ESPN, not everyone has an MVP vote um, because there's only so many of those that go around across the entire league. You got Um, one? And I I don't have one of those. Okay. Um, Need to get you one. No, I'm good. You know why? Tell me. I I actually am okay not voting on any of these awards because these awards factor into how much money these guys make, and that makes me uncomfortable. 
You don't think it makes anybody else who votes uncomfortable? It might, but I it makes me un- uncomfortable enough where I don't want to be the guy that they look at because these votes are public. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, when you vote first team, second team, third team NBA, if there's a lot of kickers in guys' contracts. And if they make, you know, one of the top three teams a couple of times, I think it's two times in a span of three years, they get, like, the mega super max or whatever the hell. And if you cost somebody that, like, I would feel terrible. But, I, but I'd be voting my conscience. Dude. So – so I would never tough. that would never be a problem for me. I would just call it the way I see it. No, and then, I would feel and then if a player would say to me, Hey, hey man, um, you know, you cost me a whole bunch of money because you voted me third team rather than second team. No, no, no. It's I'd if you like, leave them off. Like, you know, it has nothing to do with second or first team. It's if and, and third team, I would say there's a lot of candidates that you could throw in there. Most okay, years. but I'm not gonna have it that on my conscience. I'm like, yo, man, I just no, voted the way I, well, I saw it. Well, clearly one of us has a conscience and the other one No, is. that's ridiculous. I think you're being way oversensitive that these guys are going to find this monitor. I would call myself oversensitive. Yeah, monitor just... it and go, George Sedano didn't vote for me. You know what? I'm going to get that guy. No, no one's going to get me. I, it's it, that, Again, you're completely mishearing what I'm saying. Really? I feel like I would feel bad for that person that I cost them $50 million or whatever. What hell. about the person you helped make $50 million? Well... Again, that person probably would have gotten it at some point anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, but there's a couple of occasions where it's been splitting. You're splitting hairs on a lot of these things. So yeah, I did help one, but I didn't help the other, and I wouldn't feel right about it. Like, well, somebody so anyway, got to vote. Long story short, I don't want to vote because I don't want to deal with that. Jeez. What do you mean, jeez? Jeez. Like, yeah, you, you, you. What? Well, all these other guys vote. I don't vote. I get it, and they're fine with it. And by the way, some of them probably aren't, but they just do it because they want you know they want to vote. I don't care enough to have a vote. I Me also either. was the person on this show who told people don't vote for us for the Mandy's, and we they, won more awards than anybody. And they did anyway. How about that? Right. So they don't listen to me anyway. But I don't care about any of that stuff. Okay. So here's and, what are you saying? And then, then I feel bad that I would I would potentially cost somebody money. Come on. All right, I mean, come on. Nonetheless. You would feel you would not feel you would feel good if you cost somebody fifty million dollars? I wouldn't feel good about it at all, but I wouldn't feel bad. I'm like, hey, look, I'm a voter. They asked me to vote, so I voted. That's all did hey, if I had a Heisman trophy vote, did Caleb Williams all of a sudden no, make a whole bunch of money? Co- that's and then, different. And then dude. somebody that's not else did 50 not million dollars. That's a big difference. I know, but I for I would never you know what's funny about this conversation is I'm usually the guy who the first thing I think about is the money. In this particular instance, money never even came into the equation for me. It was just right. simply who's the most deserving. You just want the ego. Well, I don't really care. I mean, I don't <laughs> have any votes in any of this. I don't have any votes. I don't have a Heisman vote. I don't have no, an MVP okay, vote. But you would like one. You just no, said. not really. I mean, I, I I would do it though. I mean, listen, put it this way: if somebody asked me, would you be an NBA MVP voter? Here's what I'd say: No. They'd say, Why not? I say, Because I don't watch. The whole league that way. But if somebody said to me, hey, do you want a Heisman Trophy vote? Sure. Do you want an MVP vote in the NFL? Absolutely. But, I mean, I never would have but thought I, about I, but it But none from of that those leagues are directly tied to their salaries is the difference. That's the difference. If you told me I had a Heisman vote, I wouldn't have a problem voting for the Heisman. Think about what you do to the kids who came in second, third, and fourth, how you destroy no, their I didn't cost them any. I didn't cost them $50 million, though. Definitely cost them some NIL money. No way, dude. The, those five Heisman guys are all getting whatever NIL dollars they want the next year if they happen to be coming back to play college football. <laughs> I'll tell you, you this kidding? right now, George. If you voted for the MVP in the NFL, and, and let's say Jalen Hurts didn't win it, you'd, you cost that kid a fortune, man. No, God, I actually would vote guy. for Jalen Hurts if you you're were listening a bad to guy. yesterday. Bad guy. No, I would vote for Jalen Hurts. Um, so anyway, my yeah. top five at the moment. Um, I, I Now, I have put a lot of emphasis on winning uh, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because it's only December. Um, and less about statistics. So I've actually left Luca off my list, which has pissed people off. Okay. Um, on this ESPN thing that we did. Is this a published had, list somewhere? Uh, I, it's on the website somewhere. Okay, I'll find um, it. It's, uh, so I had Tatum, mm-hmm. one. Okay, fair. I, I had Giannis, two. Okay, I can buy that. You're definitely splitting hairs with those two. Okay. Um, I mean, you'd be costing those guys a lot of money. No, because that not the MVP. Like the MVP doesn't. It's first team, second team, third team that costs people money. Like if you get left off one of those All NBA teams. Okay, got it. Um, so anyway, so Tatum. Okay, and then you have and then you have the freak. Then who else? The freak. The freak who already has two MVP awards, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, I have the Joker at number three, who we'll see tonight against the Lakers. Come on, AD. Let's go, AD. 
Come on. I have, I have Ja, number four, at the moment. Haven't seen Ja play one game yet this year. That's on you, bro. Well, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, highlights, yeah. But I don't sit around and watch Right, Memphis you watch games. the nine-minute Google story. Not even like. those. I mean, I'm talking Sports Center 32nd. Right. Well, if they played the Lakers, you'd watch the nine-minute highlights yes. from their previous game. Well, I'd probably watch the real game. If they played the Clippers, I'd watch the nine minutes. Yeah. Uh, and then I have Zion at number five right now. Oh, I like Zion. I like that. Now I haven't Zion seen... has missed less games um, than Ja uh, mm-hmm. this year. Okay. And um, I believe he's missed four games, if, if I recall correctly. And Tell you what, man. That, three, that 360 dunk he had a couple days ago against Phoenix? Yeah. I don't care what Phoenix thought. Oh, he can't do that. He's a young guy. He hasn't earned it yet. He can't disrespect us. That was an amazing dunk. 360, throw it down. That was awesome. Bunch of crybabies. Anyway, that's another day. Another story. Are you telling them to check themselves? Hey, hey, sons. Freaking check yourselves, dogs. Yeah. All right, we're going to talk some football coming up next with Fat Jack. We're going to find out what to bet because this is start. I mean, the later it gets in the year, the harder it gets. There's no question about that. Oh, there we go, Cappy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dancing. Yeah. Ah. Uh. A strong horn section should never be undervalued. I love all bands with nice, big, strong horn sections. Nice trumpet, a trombone, a couple of saxophones here and there. You got it, Bee Gees. Yeah. So, Lindsay, what games are we doing later for our own thing? Well, we are doing uh, the Dolphins, Bills, the Lions, Jets, the Patriots, Raiders, Titans, Chargers, and then Rams and Packers. Okay, cool. Well, we'll do those games later in our picks against the spread. Let's ask Jack about some of this stuff, and maybe he's got some bowl games uh, that he's eyeing at the moment because the bowl season is upon us. And oh, dude, there's I watched obviously... two games today. I saw U- University of Texas, San Antonio, and Troy. Against Troy. Yeah. I saw Miami against University of Alabama, Birmingham. I'm like, wow, you know you're a football junkie when you're watching bowl games on Friday, December 16th in the morning. Yeah. Oh, no question about it. Um, all right, Fat Jack, FatJackSports.com. Follow him on his social channels at FatJackSports. Uh, Jack, let's start with the bowl season. What do you got cooking there? What do you think uh, you're eyeing at the moment? Yeah, it's, it's the general public has just so little chance of making money because of exactly what you said. Even if they were paying attention and they were huge football fans, I had guys in the middle of the country ask me, I said, Oregon State, are they, I didn't even know they were any good this year. <laughs> I said, yeah, you know what? They have nine wins to race the top 25. They're not bad. I said, that's because you're 70. You were asleep before they even start most of the time. <laughs> and then you guys, you're like Miami of Ohio. Who the heck cares about the Mac? Well, that's my job. That's what I'm doing. So general rules in the bowls. It's about motivation, not talent. You certainly have to look at who's in the transfer portal and who is, um, you know, who cares. And, and, and who's going to sit out. But more importantly, it's about motivation, who wants to be there. And some coaches are frankly better at getting their teams prepared than others. Consider this, guys, 36% of all underdogs that played in bowl games won straight up since 2018. So almost 4 of 10 underdogs. We're not talking about covering. We're talking about winning straight up. And you're going to have some of that double-digit favor. We saw the Miami O today. Ten and a half point underdog almost won straight up. We got it down to the two yard line. So got to be careful there. There are a few coaches, a few teams that are good. The armed forces, they always play well. Those guys wake up every day to dominate the day. You think the bowl game is going to phase them? They're going to get out and get after it. They're thirteen and three against the spread over the last sixteen of the armed forces group. Uh, Oklahoma State six and zero against the spread. Their last six. Wisconsin seven and one. There are certain teams that do a good job. Other ones don't. Utah one and three their last four in bowl games. Dana Holgerson is the worst maybe in the country in Houston of getting his team ready to play a bowl. They're two and seven against the spread their last nine bowl games, and the four of their last five they lost by fourteen points or more. So it's about motivation, what coaches and what programs are able to get their players excited about playing in a game that frankly doesn't matter at all to most people out there. By the way, let me jump in here and I have I'm doing two bowl games on ESPN Radio. I'm calling them and I, I you and you may not have an opinion on them and that's totally fine. That that is a, a, an acceptable answer as we've discussed with you all season here on this show. Uh, but I will tell you my two bowl games and I'd love to hear if you have any thoughts on those two particular games. So I'm doing tomorrow 
Uh, I am doing the L.A. Bowl, the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl, which is Fresno State and Washington State. Fresno State, a three-point favorite in that one. Um, and then I'm doing the Alamo Bowl in San Antonio, and it's going to be Texas and Washington. I don't know who's favored off the top of my head um, because I haven't gone that far into my uh, prep yet. But uh, I would imagine that Washington, if I had to guess, should be a slight favorite in that one. But what do you make of those matchups, if anything? Yeah, I mean – First of all, if you sign up through the um, championship game, you get a predicted final score on every single game. It's great okay. for office pools. It's called my bowl analysis sheet. So it's it's basically what we have as of right now on all the games. So that changes as we go through it. It's not the gospel. But guys, sometimes like to play more than just the top plays. They like to play, you know, some of those games that we're not going to release. So it gives them a little bit of insight into those type of games. The Fresno Washington State game. I mean, that's that's an interesting one. This is a, t- a Fresno State team that um, is thirty-one and fifteen against the spread after they win three straight games. So they typically run things together, and they also prepare well for bowls. Ted- Jeff Tedford has won seven of his ten bowl games, so th- they're probably the right side of the game. And again, uh, and, and what I found, I've talked to a ton of players about this over the years. Players get excited for two things. Obviously, when they're playing for something that matters. The other one are lower conferences that are playing bigger conferences, mm-hmm. playing Power 5 conferences. That gets the attention of these players. So they seem to care more. I talked to Brandon Marshall, who played for the Broncos. He does this, this TV show that I do, Beat the Odds Around the Country. And he you know, won the Super Bowl. Um, he played four bowl games. He said the only time they cared about bowls, they would go to Hawaii Bowl twice and just get rolled and not care at all because they were having a great time. But when they played somebody in a Power 5 conference, it got their attention. It made them want to you know, go out and prove that they were good enough. So in spite of the general public will go, okay, big conference beats little conference. SEC plays somebody else. It's actually reversed in a lot of those situations because there is some truth. It's tough to get guys up for games that don't matter when your team underachieves. So Fresno State for sure in that one. You know, Jack, it's funny you're saying this because when I think about where USC is right now, they played themselves out of the championship, and they're playing a school like Tulane. I'm only interested because my daughter goes to school there. But small school, small conference has never been good in football against historically great program who might have a letdown. That's what I was exactly thinking about between Tulane and USC when they get together for the Cotton Bowl. It's the poster child of what we're talking about. I mean, how how motivated is USC? I mean, it wasn't that long ago they were playing for a spot in the Final Four then they go lose to Utah. Now they're they're trying to pick up the pieces. And who's playing and who's not? Lincoln, when you recruit, to, when Lincoln Riley went to all those players and said, "Come with me," he did not say, "Come with me." You're going to be rewarded with the glories of the Cotton Bowl. That's not how that reads. And I will tell you, on a side note, I know a ton of coaches and players that have played in the Cotton Bowl. It's a great bowl game. They give a bunch of good stuff away. The swag there is unbelievably good. But you, you don't go to USC with Lincoln Riley to go play the Cotton Bowl. Tulane, you're exactly right. This team a few years ago was dead in the water, and now they're defensively they play well. They're covering games at a, at a really high rate. I mean, you're exactly right. This is a, And there's a few of these. It's not just that spot. And, by the way, I do like Tulane in that game. Um, but, you know, the Alabama game, it just moved up to five and a half once we found out the quarterback and the linebacker we're going to play. But that's another one. Who fires up for Kansas State? Right. But Kansas State are a bunch of dogs. I mean, those guys are three-star guys that get passed over. They're like a rich version of the Mac players, all right? They're a little undersized. They'll run through a wall. They're eating nails for breakfast. These guys get out and they play, and they're super sound in what they do. So you'd better show up and play. And the general public is going to file in on Alabama in that game. So similar to the Tulane USC, anytime you see in these games these marquee programs that are playing in underachieving bowl situations, even if they're good bowl games, Sugar Bowl's a good bowl game. But now it's all about playing for the national championship when you're those programs, and it's super hard for a lot of these coaches to get their guys up. Underdogs probably rule the day in both of those games. Fat Jack, go to fatjacksports.com to get all this information and then some. Uh, he's giving this stuff uh, just out of the kindness of his heart. The good stuff is in there at fatjacksports.com, and you can follow him on his social channels at Fat Jack Sports. All right, we only got a couple more minutes, so let's crack on the NFL here. What's looking good to you in the NFL this weekend? Yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting week. Both New York teams control their own destiny, and they're in spots that they can absolutely both win. You've got it. I, I, last week was a classic pros versus Joes in the, in the Minnesota versus Detroit game. I and every sharp player in the world had Detroit. Everybody else had Minnesota. 
flip that this week. We're not playing in the friendly confines of a dome. They have to go outdoors to play the second or third rate defense in the league. Uh, and and uh, frankly, I think that Wilson will do a good job on Sunday. He, he, it's like when you put a five-year-old in timeout. I mean, they go sit in timeout, they come back from timeout, they're pretty well behaved for a while. His NFL career is teetering right now. I expect him to play at least decent, and that's really all they need out of him in this spot. Detroit's defense stinks, so look for them to play well. The Giants, I think they cover the four and a half against Washington. Heineke's been a great story, but that's the problem. Here's what to keep in mind, guys. This Kansas City Chiefs team, people should take this with Bobby. Go get signed. You want to win, go get signed up. 99 bucks if you sign up between now and the bottom of next hour. But if you just want general stuff, Kansas City is a team that when they play good defenses, they go over the total. So the better the defense, the more points they score. Andy Reid has game plan variances based on how good the defense is. So if it's good defense, they've gone over twice against Denver, over against Tampa Bay. Vegas is the only subpar defense that they've gone over against. Every other team they play – Kansas City goes under the total, all right? They're under seven of the 13 games. Expect them to go under both of these next two games against Houston and Seattle. That is the it's opposite day in Kansas City. When you think they should go over, go under. When you think they should go under, go over. All right, Fat Jack, let me ask you this one. Um, the Josh McDaniels Bowl, Patriots and Raiders. <laughs> Raiders are actually favored. Yeah, I, th- this is one of those Vegas is leading you where you probably should go. I, especially New England's been playing well. They look confident. Vegas is not scaring anybody, but they're favored by a point. The general public, if they're going to play it, they're playing New England, absolutely. Five of the last six New England games have gone under the total. That keeps Las Vegas around. They're going to get some matchup favored for them with some of their athletes at receiver Las Vegas, that is. Um, and five of the seven Las Vegas Raider games have gone under. Look for a lower-scoring game. That's why the total's so low. And last year, you're going to have to earn it either way. I wouldn't bet that game. There's much easier spots. Look for Tennessee to beat the Chargers. You guys, you have the Chargers. Miami couldn't throw it in the Pacific Ocean from SoFi Stadium last week. True. I mean, they literally – I don't know who they pissed off at the, the scheduling department, but San Francisco, then the Chargers, then they go home for a couple of days. Now they're Buffalo playing in six feet of snow. They really upset somebody, but that was kind of that swoon in the middle of that, that three-game really tough schedule. I think Tennessee does what they always do, which is underappreciated, do nothing but cover numbers. They're five, five of their last six against the spread on the road, and they've covered eight of their last 11. Look for Tennessee to give the Chargers everything they want. There is FatJackSports.com is where you find all the great info. And, of course, you follow him on his social channels at FatJackSports. Jack, anything else you want to let people know? Yeah, bowl analysis sheet's free when you sign up through the national championship game. Also, you're guaranteed to win. I only offer this one time a year. Sign up between now and the national championship game for football. I guarantee you'll win or you get all the NFL through the Super Bowl for free. Sign up for the combo through the national championship game in football. If you don't win, and you're going to win, we're going to win. We're winning right now. We're having a great year. You get all the football and basketball through the Super Bowl absolutely free just for signing up and that bowl analysis sheet's free. Or get the weekend for 99 bucks for football, 189 football and hoops as long as you sign up here in the next hour. And it's FatJackSports.com. Jack, this is my last day before the holidays start, so Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Cappy will be here next week for you. Uh, I'll talk to you after the New Year, brother. Thanks again. Yeah, guys, happy holidays and enjoy your bowl games. I'll see you soon. Right back to you, man. Take care. Hey, real quick, coming up next, Cappy, you and I are going to dive into a couple of things, uh, including bring back the conversation we were talking about earlier about Brody, your boy. Uh, And I want to kind of dive into what these Laker picks are actually worth. Everyone talks about them. Well, they're – I think that people will be surprised by some of the stuff that's out there right now. So we'll get to that. 